Hey, just a warning, while Fuller House is a family show, the Fullest House podcast is not. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome to the Fullest House podcast, where we have to find three identical tuxes. Or else the world will be destroyed. Oh, no. Dun, dun, dun. I'm Mark Green. I'm Harrison Bloom. And I'm Zach Horowitz. We're very confused this episode of A Fuller House. Yeah, let, let, Fullest House. Let me, be, let me be more definite. Let me be more definite. I'm Mark Green. Oh, and I'm Harrison Bloom. I'm and still not sure you. if I'm Zach Horowitz or not. I don't I, know. I think that would make you Zach Horowitz. Maybe. Possibly. I mean, process of elimination. We'd have to do the math, but let's talk about it after we discuss how this is Andrea Barber's first writing credit in all of TV, and it's fucking awesome. Yes, Andrea Barber should write more things. That is our main takeaway from this episode. We thought this episode was great. <laughs> yeah, like this might actually be my favorite episode of the series so far it was yeah written good. by jimmy herself pr- proving once again that the best people at writing these characters are themselves yeah, yeah. we, we yeah. dj we like dj more when candace cameron beret directs the episode and we like kimmy more yeah. when andrea barber writes the episode they should <laughs> just be doing all the things. They should be like Aaron Sorkin and just write every episode of their show. Or oh, like Jesus. Matthew Albee, the character from the Aaron Sorkin's show Studio 60 on the Sunset Strip. You guys want me to talk about Studio 60 for a while? Not now. But I mean, that's something we can do off recording, time. but, you know, <laughs> perhaps another time. But I don't yeah, want to incur the wrath of Tyler. He has a death beam uh, aiming at my head right now. Oh, I'm pretty sure uh, Tyler wants me to, to talk about Studio 60 and how weird Tyler, it is if, that Tyler, Matthew Perry's character want... writes an entire sketch show every week. Well, well, hold on, hold on. Let's ask Tyler. <laughs> yeah. Tyler, if you want Mark to not talk about Studio 60 for the next hour, give us an audible response in this podcast right now. <laughs> Tyler said do it, so I'm confused. Do I Well we don't have any well we don't have a no on recording. So you know what? You know what guys 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 the time has passed. I'm not feeling it. Let's talk about this episode. Sure. This episode opens strong. And when I say it opens strong, it's not that it opens strong with anything in particular. It's that it opens strong because it opens with J Money and Ramona. Yes. Our favorites. Our favorites. Yeah. J Money is working on Ramona's computer, trying to get it unfrozen. She's like, I've been, I tried all day. I couldn't do it. And J Money's like, I did it. I'm good with computers now. Yeah. 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 This is probably the weakest part of the episode. The fact that J Money is some suddenly a computer wizard. J Money is suddenly really good with tech. And yeah. Yeah. It does kind of come out of nowhere and is a bit jarring. I thought his life's purpose was to become a barista, which was his only other yeah. talent that we saw. <laughs> that and theater. Kicking football. Right. Theater, theater and singing. And barista. Yeah. <laughs> He can kick things, he can sing, and he can make coffee. It's a very, it's a very particular set of skills. 
Yeah. He's a triple threat. <laughs> a very particular set of skills. <laughs> skills that make him a nightmare for people like the college board. But yeah, so he fixes Ramona's laptop and uh, and gives her adequate shame for watching The Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. I mean, a lot of people watch that, but it is, it, I guess it is a guilty pleasure and much inferior to the actual Bachelor. Harrison, tell me more about Bachelor in Paradise. I haven't seen The Bachelor. Well, I want you. No, 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 Zach, Zach, you be quiet. I want Harrison okay. specifically to talk for a while about Bachelor in Paradise. Okay, it's Harrison's turn to talk at length about well, something. I, 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 <laughs> well, from what I understand, I have only seen a little bit of Bachelor in Paradise, but, but from what I understand, it's about the, the rejects from The Bachelor and The Bachelorette who all get together on an island and they don't have the weird restrictions on sex or whatever. So it's just like like a lot of relationship drama. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, so very unlike much. The Bachelor, which is all an extended courting ritual, The Bachelor in Paradise is sort of a lot. <laughs> I just liked how much you were defending Bachelor in Paradise being like, it's fine. I mean, it's a good show. I li like I was and, and I was just like, I want you to keep going. I really want you to keep going. <laughs> we should keep going. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, Ramona has a bunch of flyers from colleges on the East Coast. Ooh. Yeah. J Money coincidentally got a flyer from uh, the local Blackjack Academy. I think it was. Addressed to current resident, which of course means J Money. Yep. So does J Money also know how to play Blackjack? That could be Is another one of his one of very his weird and particular yeah. talents. Has he taken yeah. up their offer or is he just the resident to which this is addressed? <laughs> Mm. I guess so. This scene has some good jokes. I liked him being so proud of being current resident. Yeah. Yeah. With it's it works. Like it fits in with Jay Money's character. Yeah. Like, of course he's yeah. happy to be the resident. He just yeah. wants to be included. I love how he assumes he's the resident. Yeah. Like, no one else is. Of course. Oh no, it couldn't possibly be anyone else. House. It couldn't Fernando? be any of the no. eight hundred people who live in this house. Yeah. <laughs> This is, I don't know if you guys know this, but this house is pretty full. I would say it's fuller. It's even full. But it's not the full list. How, not however. Not, not yet it isn't. Whatever amount full you think it is, it's fuller. There are more yes, people there. That's true. It's full of people. And you know what? It's also full of love. Aww. When you think about it, it's a story about family. And that's it's, what's so strong about it. Speaking of family. <laughs> Steph, it was, I mean, oh, it's a bit early for the transition, but there's also a <laughs> you were a little good premature joke. with that. Seth. I know, but I see yeah. the I see the opportunity and I take I know. it. We're very big fans of the few Fast and the Furious movies we've seen, and this gave us a great outlet for that I've, love. I've only seen Hobbs and Shaw. <laughs> oh right, you never saw Furious Seven. I've only seen Fast and I Furious. I don't even remember. You need to see Furious Seven. I don't even okay, remember guys. if I saw Furious Seven with you. Any anyone watching at home, please watch the Fast and the Furious movies. They're a great time. Okay, <laughs> is that going to be our next? Yeah. When we're done with Four House, we're just going to do Fast and the Furious. I I, yes. I I just I know I know a few things about the franchise. I know it's about cars. I know it's about family. And I know that the thing about street fights is that the street that always the street wins. Always wins. Well, the I, best line in all of cinema history I also from to Furious know, Seven. Uh, <laughs> that it's about drive. It's about power. We we devour. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> 
Harrison got the reference. So anyway. There's also... Look at at Harrison trying to keep us on track today. There's also a wonderful scene in this first part where J-Money says he doesn't want to go to college because he's J-Money. And of course he doesn't. And DJ's like, no, you you gotta go to college. Even Steph pretend went to college even though she spent all her money on... I forget what specifically. She, she said she said Steph took her tuition and drank her way through Portugal. Yes. So yeah. like it's just a running theme in all of the first scenes in every episode that Steph has a drinking problem. Steph doesn't even have to be present in the scene for no. it to happen. I was going to like text so you guys weird. last week because like late at night I had a realization, hey, I think like the past three to five episodes in the first scene there's a joke about Steph d- drinking too much it's just... and that was before we even watched this where it happens again every yes. single episode the first scene there's a reference to Steph's binge drinking I mean my big it's thing a, is that Steph isn't problem. even present in the scene and it's brought up It's her problem yeah. is too powerful yes and yeah, they always couch it in a like, oh yeah, Steph used to drink a lot, but like, yeah. you know Steph still drinks a lot. Oh yeah. But you know, then there's the next scene where Steph is in the kitchen now yeah. and she's saying, well now, you know, Danny Tanny has got the baby, so I'm going to have the day to myself. I'm going to meditate well, and have wait, a grand wait. old time. And then, wait, Zach, we, we we missed the inciting incident of the episode when DJ yeah. picks up the one West Coast flyer that Ramona received. Right, yes, 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 her, yes, yes. For her very real university, California University, yep. CU. Such a her, stupid her, name for a school. Like, state name, university. That's so dumb. I know, like, I right? went to New York University. Fuck that. Exactly. How yeah. lazy and dumb. <laughs> I know. Like, what the fuck, Mark? That's so... It's, like, very obviously not a real school. Yeah. 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 What, they're gonna <laughs> name it as after a region now? Zach went... Zach goes to Northeastern? Yeah, that's very much not a real... Oh, like, could you imagine, like, putting it... Name it after, like, a region, but it's not even in that region. Naming it, like, Northwestern and putting it in, like, Chicago? <laughs> <laughs> Zach Can throwing some shade at Northwestern. Too? Like, Listen, University? it's the unofficial rivalry. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Is that true? Is that true and it's just based no. on the names? Like, ev- I'm pretty, like, every Northeastern student in their life, and if you go to Northeastern, you, I'm sure you can relate to this, has told people, oh yeah, I'm going to Northeastern. And then people are like, oh yeah, Northwestern in Chicago. Wow, you're so smart. And it's like, no, it's, it's, oh. it's not that. <laughs> Because they get confused because yeah. they don't yeah. they don't know. They're like, oh, <laughs> I thought funny. you said weast. <laughs> <laughs> Northwestern. Northwestern. It's quirky. This apparently has been Ooh. another segment of we work through some stuff on mic on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah. DJ decides in her infinite wisdom to convince her son to go to college by dragging her to her yeah. nostalgic alma mater. Also, I don't think we said, um, again, Ramona wants to go to an East Coast school. She's only looking at East Coast schools. And Kimmy does not want her to go to college so far away. So Kimmy also wants to take Ramona to convince her to stay on the West Coast. Right. Yeah. Uh, and then Steph talks about meditation. And then she goes to the living room to meditate. 
And then the Fast and the Furious scene happens. Not to anything. I do want to spotlight one more line that I really liked from Kimmy. Where Kimmy says to DJ, like, maybe it's okay if, you know, Jay Money doesn't go to college. You know, I didn't get into or doesn't go to California University. You know, I didn't get into my first choice schools. And now I live in your attic. (laughs) Yeah, that was good. I forget. She may even say, like, and look at me now. I live in an attic. Yeah, exactly. I really only that's a line that only Kimmy Gibbler can pull off. She's the only person in the world who lives in an attic. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> but um yes then we go to the fast and the furious scene yes. because steph is going to relax but in the fa- but in the living room the boys team the boys are i wrote it as the boys the in my notes the boys the boys steve fernando and jimmy are watching the fast and the furious movies and then steph's like uh uh, you can't be here. You have to go get your tuxes fitted. Did you not see it on DJ's bridal calendar? And they're like, oh shit, we gotta go now. And it's one of my favorite interactions in so the show. Good. They all stand yeah. up in unison and say, DJ's yes. bridal calendar. Like, they they know. Yeah. They know the consequences. They, so they rush out. <laughs> And Steve's like, I'll drive. And Fernando's like, what do you mean you'll drive? I'm the famous race car driver here, which I feel like should have responded, been responded with, uh, Fernando, you've caused more crashes than anybody in Formula One history. I'm not letting you you drive. You have blood on your hands. Yeah, Fernando has killed. Here's my thing about it. I I, I don't care if Fernando is killed. You know, like, fuck those guys. I don't care. (laughs) Damn. I just want to spotlight the fact the thing that i really love which is that every single time fernando mentions his profession he does not just say that he's a race car driver he is a, famous, a famous race, race car, car driver. driver famous race car driver we've seen that fame, the fame once yes one person only one person knows him. which really shows the state of formula one in the u.s yep, yep. it's like soccer it's a bigger appeal internationally and yeah <laughs> I, I do get it steve has a right to be like, you've killed a lot of people with your car. I don't feel comfortable driving with you. But like, <laughs> I think what we should be focusing on is that he's a very famous race car driver. Yes. Famous yeah. probably because he's killed so many well, people. He has to emphasize that he's famous because otherwise he would have to say that he's good at race car driving, yeah. which he's yeah. not. <laughs> so, I mean, he's come in a respectable a fifth place. Statement. After crashing everybody else. Do you think he's famous separately from the crash thing? Or is it just like, oh, Fernando, he's the guy who crashes all the time. Oh, he's the for guy sure who's the killed one. five people. For sure, it's the second one. Nobody knows anything about <laughs> yes. him except for that. Yeah. But he's technically famous. Yeah, famous yes. race car driver, serial murderer, and Latin lover. Yep. Uh, but another important thing that I think he's we a need triple to bring threat. Up is yep is uh they rush out and jimmy's like okay before we leave we got to do the fast and the furious howl and they go three two one family family which is absolutely wonderful oh wait guys i think we should take that from the top okay yeah. three two one family <laughs> and we're recording remotely like sync it's hard to sync up but that yeah. that worked yeah that worked, mm-hmm. out. worked pretty well it worked so we go to the college tour. The set is exactly how I imagined it. 
you were you were a genius for bringing up Hacky Sack. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I think yeah, someone brought up Hacky Sack. Oh, uh, like at the very beginning, Mark, Mark did. And literally at the very beginning, it's just two people playing hacky sack for like two seconds and then they move out of the way as if they had heard Mark and they were like, "Ooh, that's a good idea. We'll throw that in. It's two people playing hacky sack on the smallest quad you've ever seen. Yeah. For two seconds and then they walk away. I have never. I think I saw people playing hacky sack when I went on college tours in like 2016. I have not seen a single person playing hacky sack since then. Do you think that they just like plant them for the tours? Oh, yeah. (laughs) No one has ever actually played hacky sack, but they just have a couple people where it's like, they're coming. Go, go, go. I would not put that past most colleges to like plant people for tours. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Apparently, they have now certain schools have started banning walking backwards on tours because people get hurt doing it. Oh, yeah. That's like the joke you I've heard at every college where I went on in like 2016. It was like, I'm going to be walking backwards. So if I run into anything, let me know because I can't see. Yeah, I, I, oh, I thought that was just like a skill they all developed that they're all just like really good at walking backwards. But I didn't know there were so many Fernando style crashes. <laughs> How many people do you think have died from walking backwards during college campus tours? It's got to be like at, at least, least 12. Seven. Somewhere between <laughs> seven and 12. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Tyler, where between seven and 12 do you think the number lies? Let us know, like please. A nice round 10, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Don't speak for Tyler. Well, that's my guess. Tyler okay. Can... That's your guess. Yeah. Because yeah. I think 10 might be a little high. I think No, actually, you're right. I think it's 10 because I think when you get into double digits, that's when that's people when are like, it we, have to, we have to address <laughs> this. Yeah. You know, it was it's 9 like, oh, for man. a while, you know. and we were like, it's fine. <laughs> Nobody cares. And then it gets to 10, yeah. and you're like, Somebody's, somebody has to it's, do something about this. It's like, oh, shit, nine deaths. Like, oh, it's kind of, it's whatever. We'll just move on with it. Oh, shit, 10 deaths. Oh, that's the breaking point. Tyler seems to agree with 10. I think we have flawless logic. Yep. (laughs) My first note about the tour is that DJ is obnoxious. Yes. Uh, She is wearing a full cheerleader outfit. Yep. Which she was before. Yeah, that is the worst thing you could possibly do. That's like wearing your high school varsity jacket outside. Yeah. Even though there was a whole thing earlier where Kimmy says, we're going to a college, let me get my cheerleader outfit. And DJ says, you were never a cheerleader. And she says, like, well, I was also never a Rat King, Mrs. Doubtfire, a big sandwich, etc. All yeah, callbacks. Right. yeah. Yeah, but she doesn't wear the cheerleader outfit DJ does. Yeah, so like, yep. do, I was DJ a cheerleader then? Is she like, it's fine to be a full adult woman going to a college campus in a cheerleader outfit. It's just you have to have been a cheerleader. Yeah, that's the real um, thing She here. is very good at doing high kicks. Yeah, it's true. Very true. Yeah, very so athletic. maybe she was. Maybe she but was yeah, a cheerleader. DJ is the worst there's like a throwaway comment where the tour guide's like, yeah, we went where it's like, this is the first time that like my tour has been asked to leave a class. <laughs> and DJ's like, well, I knew all the answers to the questions. Like, I'm just, I'm just smart. Like I got that perfect GPA in school. By the way, did I mention I went to school here? Did I mention that I am an, an alum, an alumnus? An alum, al- alumnus of the- Her alumnus is off the charts. Yeah. 
I do like that the tour guide uh, does actually become friends with DJ because yes. turns out they're in the same sorority, Delta Upsilon Delta or Dud. Which they're duds. Yeah, yep. they're duds. Yep. And I so that means I am uniquely qualified to talk about this episode, guys, because it's about Greek life, and I'm the only one here who was in a fraternity. Well, well Harrison was in a was literally in a fraternity called yeah. Beta. So. Uh... <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, you called yourselves betas, unironically. Yeah, so yeah that that's almost like being, being hey everybody, come celebrate with the soy boys. Yeah, <laughs> we're cuckhouse over here. Well, beta is still standing while AE Pi Alpha got in trouble for having a coke ring. So what for them? <laughs> yeah, they got your job because. <laughs> So who are the real cucks? It is now a bad time for me to mention that a lot of my family members are AEPI. Well, they're not affiliated with the present day Emery AEPI, no. so no. No, not, not Emery, but... <laughs> yeah. But yeah, Emery's beta is still standing, AEPI's president had a coke ring, Shit. and he got in trouble for it. Okay. <laughs> Why? That sounds rad as hell. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Well, they were put on like probation for that, I think, or something like that. And then and then they got in trouble because they did like the Edward Forty hands thing uh-huh. where they like taped yeah. beer to your hands. I don't really get the appeal, but oh, I've seen yeah. people do that before. It's not fun. But I'm just imagining the fucking university president going up and be like, oh, this fraternity's got a coke ring. That's fucking sick. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm I'm now imagining Animal House if instead of them doing like wacky pranks and stuff, it was just them doing cocaine. I know they were like doing drugs and drinking and everything, but I mean only cocaine. Only cocaine. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's their weight loss program. But you gotta drop the freshman 15 somehow. Oh, Oh, Jesus. You gotta drop it somehow. Well, anyway. Back in DJ's day, Dud was the best sorority, but much like a lot of fraternities and sororities nowadays, uh, it is not doing so hot since the 80s slash 90s, because now Dud only has four members, which that's really sad. That's like crumbling. (laughs) But it's not not doing so hot because of societal changes and changing attitudes about the practices of greek life oh right yeah, yeah. it's not because of actual reasons no. it's because their their golden cup got taken or something they lost like the no, golden Harrison, cap they, you were you were they so lost close the bronze it's the cap, cap harrison cap, it's like yeah. bronze cap the bronze cap bronze cap you fucking idiot you fucking stupid beta soy boy cuck <laughs> <laughs> beta theta pie repping it that just makes you a beta cuck <laughs> well adam west was in my fraternity so ha there you go. Yeah, he was also a soy boy beta cuck. <laughs> yeah, and now he's dead. How does that make you feel? Whoa! <laughs> we're, we're having fun here. Um, nothing but love for Adam West no, and oh, any betas out there. Adam West. Yeah, we're more West, making fun yeah, of the yeah. term than anything else. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Just uh, want to make that clear. Um, yeah. She also says, like, yeah, we were the biggest thing, but then we lost the bronze cap. And we and she says we haven't had that they haven't had the bronze cap since around the time DJ graduated. So like uh, yeah. DJ, you dropped the ball there. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? 
Well, it said the last time they had it was, was DJ DJ's senior year, so I guess yeah. I guess so, DJ's uh, you done fucked up sisters, there, DJ. Uh, done, done fucked it up because she also well hold on. First of all, she also noted that she was the president of the sorority. So this yeah. happened under her watch. DJ is the cause of this problem. Or she at least left the sorority in the wrong hands. Left the, yeah, she left, left it in the wrong hands. Left the bronze cap, the most important object on the campus. Yes. In the wrong hands. <laughs> in the hands of the I, I forget what the rival for what the rival sorority is called. Um it's Zeta it, it was like Delta Zeta, Zeta, Zeta Beta. Or yeah. yeah, or it's like Zeta, Zeta Beta, Beta Gamma. Gamma. Zeta Beta Gamma. Okay. ZBG. Zeta Beta Gamma. That's why I remembered yeah. that. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> So so DJ's like, hey, what if I came up with this idea and we just went to their party and stole the bronze cap back? Yep. That This could only go well. Well, this is a very common thing with fraternities and sororities. So it, it, it rang true, but it is very silly. Mm-hmm. But uh, the tour guide looks over at Jay Money and Ramona, presumably being like, you were here for a college tour, right? Yeah. Um, and Ramona said and R- Ramona points to DJ and Kimmy and says, "We met them on the bus." I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where like, Love oh Ramona. god. Yeah. It's those very weird experiences where it's like, "Oh, my mom's talking at this college tour. I'm just going to pretend I don't know you." If you if either of you had those moments cuz I have. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, we, we've bit. all been there. Yeah. A little bit. We didn't get, I never got anything as bad as that question one mom asked on your NYU tour. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mark. I, it was, it was I think in about the, all the time. Wait, what? <laughs> Apparently, um, in like the Q&A ever. session, someone was asking a reasonable question for most college tours about like, yeah. you know, well, you know, the oh, dining right, and yeah. what happens if it's, you know, 1 a.m. and my child wants some food and the I think the person leading the Q&A said like it's New York City yeah <laughs> yeah. <It's New> York. <laughs> yeah literally walk outside the and city that never sleeps five places yeah. to eat. <laughs> I, I had an experience one time sorry mom my like like the first college tour I ever went on you, you did cocaine at your <laughs> my mom asked if there were bars nearby and like what the drinking scene was like in front of a bunch of underage kids and I was just like I I don't drink and I'm underage so I'm just gonna like not that is it's a yeah. funny question anyway it's extra funny because you don't drink yes yeah <laughs> like was she asking for herself yeah, like I don't know why she asked that question. She's about she was about like parties and bars and drinking and stuff bad. like that. And I was like, I no, I'm I'm not gonna I'm gonna just. Uh. And again, like no shade to the person who asked the question about food. That's it's a question I've heard at other college Q and A's. Yeah. it's a valid question. Yeah, it's that's fine. It's just it was funny. It's a valid question. Like, it was like, it's New York City. Things are open. Yeah, yeah. By the way, if we haven't like mentioned it on the podcast before, my big joke about it. NYU having a, I went to NYU. I did go to NYU. Yes, is what that yeah. joke was earlier. If you mm-hmm. didn't figure it out, and I went to Northeastern, not Northwestern. I know that was confusing. And and Harrison was a soy boy beta cook. Yes, I was a soy boy beta cook at two schools. I transferred, and they both had beta. So yeah, <laughs> yeah some uh, two schools for soy boy beta cooks. Anyway, yeah, n- new scene. <laughs> 
Berta is getting tuxes for the guys. Berta is back. Hell yeah. <laughs> they they do a very clean, like, Berta's like, okay, come out and let me see the tuxes. And they all open the curtains simultaneously in three different yep. dressing rooms, and, and it looks clean as hell. And they all yeah. come out, and they're looking suave as fuck. Fucking foine. I, I, I do question one comment Berta makes here. Yep. She says, like, Fernando, your tux, excellent wonderful maroon james bond looking tux steve also great tux my signature look and you look like james bond's like tax accountant or whoever the guy who does james bond's taxes yeah and then jimmy your tux looks like james bond's mother's like curtains or something but it's her tux she carries that tux unless (laughs) unless jimmy brought brought it from home (laughs) yeah and he's like i'm not i already own this i'm not buying it from you i just want to be a part of things yeah Yeah. and and uh the guys start talking about like hey maybe for the wedding we should all have like one defined look for the three of us and they all and steven fernando start arguing because they want they each think it should be their tux so they're like hey jimmy what do you think and he's like i'll tell you what i think i'm gonna call steph so she tells me what to think. And then he calls Steph and Steph's like, no. And Jimmy's like, okay, she she said no. Well, well, I important to note, he calls Steph and Steph is fully asleep. Yes. He wakes her up and as she groggily gets up, she says, I don't want to go to school, dad. G is going to make me smoke. Which is, <laughs> which, our, which, which which is, is wonderful. One, very funny. Two, a reference yeah. to hit comedy Full House. Remember Full House? In the yeah. episode where, where Gia pressures Stephanie to smoke. Hmm. Remember Full House. But yeah. three, I just want to say that, because it is an actual joke, that might be my favorite reference to Full House that they've made. Yeah. It's a great one. Well, are you yeah. saying your favorite reference is not when they stare into the camera for five minutes wondering where the hell Michelle is? Oh yeah, I'm sorry. Second favorite <laughs> reference. Oh, God. <laughs> Well, well, okay. Sorry, yes. it's 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 staring into the camera for five full minutes. Yes. Then it's oh my gosh, Steph has driven another car through the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Who could have seen this coming? They're both Steph references. <laughs> oh my god! And now it's I don't want to go to school, Dad. G is gonna make me smoke. Yep. <laughs> I love that she's having nightmares about that one episode. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Despite. <laughs> Despite her binge drink, she she drinks to forget. She drinks to forget. She drinks to forget that one time people peer pressured her into smoking. Yep, a very special episode of Full. Oh yep. my god! <laughs> but yeah, uh, um, but they're like, well, oh, well, no, I think it cuts after that. Well, no, 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 no. Um, they're like, well, we gotta find someone with real okay. style. Someone I who that was knows. Later. No, so, no, but yeah. it's, now. Okay, it's um, now. Yeah, someone who knows their suits someone who's an expert in fashion and then max walks in yep and and we were all like who are they gonna bring in is it jesse is it matt we wanted it to be matt because we wanted to complete du bois yeah complete du bois tm yep i I just want a boy band of fernando steve jimmy matt and j money can be there too yeah i have i have a name suggestion for them What's the name? Well, I think they need to play very like loud bombastic music. Uh And I think they should be called the Noise Boys. 
The Noise Boys. The Noise Boys. The Noise Boys. Which, I just want to say, if we want to, you know, follow our dream of becoming a boy band, that could also be our name. What? Well, we're I the mean, Good Time Boys. We're the, I know, I know, but I also yeah. like the Noise Boys. <laughs> we're already the Good Time. It's like a, it's already the the boy band name is already there. You're right. Well, I'm sorry. True. I've been so foolish. We gotta we gotta like strike the yeah. iron while it's hot. I mean, who's who are they gonna remember more? The yep. Good Time Boys or the Noise Boys? Well, you're you're always gonna have a good time when you're listening to the Good Time Boys. That goes for the podcast and our new EP coming soon, featured on SoundCloud. Yep. Yeah, we're SoundCloud rappers now. <laughs> but I I just want to point out again instead of cutting after some random Jimmy Steph exchange the scene does actually have a comedic button with Max walking in and when yes. Max walked in we were like oh yeah of course it's Max that's the punchline that's the correct punchline right to yeah. the joke and then we go to the party uh yeah the gang they go to ZBG to steal the cool. bronze cap. And they break into the worst sorority party ever. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. Five people there. Nobody is there. Nobody is there. No cocaine in sight. No. You know, I will say. They're not I, alphas. This is, the one, this is the one moment where me having a fraternity, yeah. whatever background, it doesn't actually matter. Where it's actually kind of useful. Because I know that sorority lodges are like notoriously boring. Like you can't do anything in them mm. because they have... Their insurance oh, okay. policies are so ironclad oh, okay. that, like, yeah. So they just go to like other people's parties. They don't like throw it gotcha. themselves. So cocaine is illegal at sol- at sororities. Yeah, yeah. Just bring cocaine to your party. That's the alpha <laughs> mentality. Yeah. yeah, it's you can do cocaine anywhere else, but not sororities. Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's basically the wild west outside the sorority. <laughs> oh house. yeah, no laws exist uh, outside of this house. So yeah, they're in the party and they start partying it up. Yep. Uh, yeah. a, a girl comes over and says, "Like, aren't you a little old to be at a sorority party?" And there's a line that I really liked where Kimmy says, "You just think we're a little old?" Like she's well, actually she's also, so touched. There's actually also some really <laughs> so fun good. IMDb trivia for this Go because ahead. the girl from ZBG who talks to them is actually played by Candace Cameron Bure's real life daughter. Ah, whoa! No kidding. Yeah. Oh, I love that. An actual interesting IMDb trivia. They should have had a line where she's like, you're old enough to be my mother. And then she looks in the camera for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then like someone Thank from God the crew walks that. in with a sign that says, this is Candace Cameron Bure's daughter. That's the joke. <laughs> oh, no. oh, my God. <laughs> no, John Stamos walks out with a sign. Like. Yeah, yeah. And then an- another, well, another person walks in with a sign that just has a huge arrow. And so it points to her. And then another person walks in and it says, the arrow is in case you didn't realize who that was referencing. <laughs> we just wanted to make it clear. We <laughs> we thought it was pretty subtle. But yeah, mm. that's like actually interesting. I'm to be trivia. Yeah, it's a neat piece of trivia. We liked yeah. this episode. Yeah, it's a nice episode. Yeah, this Pretty really much good. every scene had some had more than one joke that made me laugh. Yeah, it was good. We had a lot of fun. It was a fun episode. Kimmy tries to get Ramona to limbo. Ramona has a very good line read where she was like, or yeah, Kimmy's like, who wants to limbo? You girl over there, don't you? And Ramona says, I guess I do. Well, it's it's great because she's like very much like her. She's like yeah. hiding under on like Jay Money's shoulder. Like no, yeah. no, no. 
And it's like, I guess I'm gonna limbo now, which is again, Ramona is down for anything, albeit yep. reluctantly this time. Ramona's down gets, for anything. Yeah. She gets very into it, like immediately after. Yeah, yeah. The the limboing doesn't seem to go anywhere because then DJ is immediately like, we need to clear the room. And Kimmy says, yeah. I know what yeah. to do. Hey, everybody, free concert out on the quad. Boy George is here. And everyone's <laughs> like, Boy George, who is that? Oh my god, boy George. My who favorite is comment boy is from the, the dud member, mm-hmm. the tour guide, because she says, I want to be down with this. But who's Boy George? <laughs> and then Ramona's like, just just say Billy Eilish. And Kimmy's like, my mistake. It's not Boy George. Billy Idol is here, everybody. <laughs> yep. It's so it's great. Then Ramona takes charge and says, She means Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish is here. And everybody starts running out. Yeah. DJ has to like hold J Money back and say, like, J Money, where are you going? And he says, Well, I'm not gonna miss Billy Eilish. Yeah. <laughs> that was very good. So that was very, very good. DJ just buttons it with, oh, you really should consider college. Yep. Yeah. It's, it's really That's a good. good episode. Yep. I never want DJ to be right, but she has a really good line where she says, like, yeah, maybe maybe consider college. I also want to talk about one thing. Yes. Which is that but. they establish in this episode that, like, Steph didn't go to college. Yeah. Right. Or maybe they established that before. I feel like there was some episode was where there was a joke before, about yeah. Steph saying, like, not, that she, like, dropped out. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. I understand it's different. Even if there's someone in your family who didn't go to college and, you know, everything's fine, that it's, like, your child. But also, like, I kind of wanted J Money to be like, but mom, Steph didn't go to college. Yeah. <laughs> and look at her. Yeah. yeah. That's true. Look at her. She and lives we only in your make house. Jokes about her alcoholism yeah. every other day. Yeah. <laughs> look at look at her. She drinks gallons of alcohol every day. <laughs> and she lives in your house. That could be me. She changes her job every season. This could be us. This could be us, but you want me to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> Not not everyone needs to go to college, by the way, just to clarify mm-hmm. our, our stance on it. We all not went not to, college. Yeah, to yeah. college. Harrison and Mark both yeah. have degrees. I'm I'm still working on that. Yeah. But yep. I'll have a degree in less than a year. It's fine. <laughs> this has been another segment of we work some stuff out on Mike <laughs> during the podcast. <laughs> we another segment of doxing ourselves on the podcast. <laughs> Is it doxing ourselves? Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. They are alone in the room, and uh, DJ picks up the golden cap and activates a room of lasers. Yeah, I I hate to interrupt you into by far the craziest and most interesting scene in the episode. (laughs) Not the most interesting scene. This was far from my favorite scene, but by far the craziest scene. Uh, This is actually a classic example of there's another scene in between these two moments. In Fuller House. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah. Okay. What happened? Max hates all the tuxes. Well, we're back at the dress shop. Yeah. Well, back to the tuxes, obviously, but I don't remember. Well, obviously, Max I didn't hates remember all the of scenes. Them. So Max hates what all happens? of them, even the one Steve is wearing, which is Berta's signature tux. Da, da, da. Well, it's funny that she gets offended the most there because she didn't even like that tux the most. So. Well, well, here's the thing I don't think it's that she didn't like the tux the most. I know no, she said Fernando, Fernando looked like James so Bond. I think she just likes Fernando the most. Yeah. Right, right, because he's... Yeah, I think Fernando looks Fernando. like a suave spy, and he, and Steve looks like the accountant for a suave spy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
And then Jimmy looks like a clown. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Jimmy looks like a clown. Yeah. Um, but Berta is so insulted that she says, you know what? No tuxedos for you. And <laughs> and also no uh, no wedding dresses. I'm canceling the wedding dress order. Oh, no. I have too much power. <laughs> and this 10-year-old said he didn't like my yeah. clothes. So I'm destroyed. So, so no clothes for your family. <laughs> I like that she gets so offended by the 10-year-old. He doesn't even, like, do anything. He just says, I don't like it, essentially. Well, guys, it is her signature tux that he doesn't like. And, I mean, if someone didn't like my signature work, I would definitely ruin their wedding. (laughs) Yeah. It's like, you know, if someone came up to me and was like, hey, I listened to your podcast. It sucks. I'd be like, wow, fuck you. You've lost phone privileges. And i just take away their phone and run away. I like the idea of saying you lost phone privileges and then taking someone's phone. <laughs> that's, that's like, I don't like your podcast. podcast. Oh, yeah? Well, I don't like your phone. It's mine now. I, I, I legitimately thought you were going to be like someone says, hey, I don't like your podcast. And you're like, oh, okay. Well, I'm going to burn your house down. <laughs> Both are valid responses. You have to like this podcast. Yeah. Um, if, if not, like we will podcast, burn your house we down. We will murder you. I really like the idea of you've lost telling a stranger <laughs> you've lost phone privileges. And oh, that, yeah, I mean, I'm going to steal your not phone. Threat- oh, yeah, because that's weird and not threatening to burn their house down. Yep. <laughs> no, I'm not saying it. I'm saying I think it's funny. I, I'm saying I think it was a funny idea. I'm not saying it's weirder okay. than burning their house down. Thank you. Thank you. I was saying I'm still laughing at that contradiction. It does it does uh directly address the problem of yeah. them having spot having Spotify to listen yep. to their podcast. Exactly. That's true. Yeah. Can't listen to the podcast without a phone. That's true. I'm yeah. gonna use that phone to listen to all of the episodes of the Fullest House podcast. But um yeah, Berta decides to ruin the wedding, ruin the triple wedding. Yep. Um and uh, Jimmy texts Steph, ruining her relaxation. Yeah, though she doesn't, she doesn't get angry about it. She just enters into okay, well, well damage control mode. Well, I think what happens yeah. is she like looks at her phone. She's been meditating. She looks at her phone, and goes, yeah. "What?" And then the and then the scene ends. Yeah, yeah. So and I don't know if we can say she lasers. gets. She's so calm right now. Maybe she screamed for like. 20 minutes before going over to Bert. There was one missed opportunity with this scene, which was we never saw Jimmy shout anxiety. Yeah. Anxiety. <laughs> I want that joke to come back, and they haven't done it yet. They should have uh, made it a catchphrase. They really should yeah. have. It would have been very anxiety. good. Anxiety. Anxiety. Uh, but yes, anyways, meanwhile, back at the lasers. Yep. Yep, we go J back Money, to the lasers. J-Money you know, in a stroke of pure coincidence, J-Money's like, oh, it's a laser system. I use the same thing in my room because I was tired of yep. Max touching my shit. So I'm just going to direct you well, through the well, maze well, of lasers. Well, he, he immediately says, I'm just joking. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah he didn't. He doesn't actually, yeah, have, it was the, his, he doesn't actually have the laser system. Yeah, but it was a very good. He's, he's, uh, but he does but know he knows a, lot a lot about, about the laser, laser system. system. He, yeah. like, hacks into it. Yeah, he does the whole, like, hacker voice, I'm in yeah. thing. If everything in this show has told us that J-Money is a complete dummy who doesn't know how to do anything. And in this episode, he's hacking. Yeah, <laughs> he's hacking. He also says that the uh, the oh system has the same 
hardware as a cell phone. Guys, Wait, okay, what, Mark, I just realized it's brilliant foreshadowing. Earlier, there was what? a hacky cell phone. <laughs> and now he hacks into the computer. Oh no, it was intentional. Oh no. Oh god. Oh, the hacky sat to subliminal messaging to get involved in the California University computer science oh, program. My god. I, thought, I thought he was gonna I thought I, he was gonna uh, join in with some freshmen playing hacky sack on the quad. Oh, that was my, my prediction god. going no. in. Turns out he hacks in a different way. Oh no. my god, Mark, you're a genius. <laughs> oh my god. But anyways, yes, he directs a very real DJ through the laser wire trap, uh, the laser wire thing. And it's like a very real DJ, not a stunt double at all. She does like cartwheels and flips no. and shit over the lasers. Well, they're, they're, they're paying homage to uh, Entrapment, right? Yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones. Of course. Which Every... I have not seen, but sure. Tyler and Mark were aware of yeah. it. Everybody's <laughs> favorite film. Yeah. I do. There are a couple of other things I want to point out about this, which is one, he's doing the very specific like, okay, now stand up, you know, shimmy down, you know, one step to your left. Every time he gives her an instruction, she like moves a lot. When he says stand up, she doesn't just like stand, but stay with her feet planted in the same place as if a laser is coming towards her. She like fully moves her feet and yeah. she's not doing yeah. very well at the laser grid, but that's okay because of my point number two. There aren't a lot of lasers, and they are very no, slow moving. No, you could probably figure yeah. out how to get oh, yeah. out of this yeah. without J money. It's not like you needed an instruction booklet. Yeah. Seeing <laughs> it, I was like, I could get through this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh my but gosh, it was another risk. foreshadow. Like I said, I thought the limbo wasn't going anywhere. The limboing oh. was setting this up. Oh my god, Mark, Obviously. you're a genius. You're right. You are a genius, yeah. Mark. Should have been Ramona. Should have been Ramona going through the lasers. It should have been Ramona. Mm. You're right. Yeah, this, this is right up her alley. But DJ gets out of it with her yep. superhuman skills. She she avoided then, the near uh, certain blindness. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah, J Money says <laughs> that there was a possible there was a near certain blindness could have happened. I guess the lasers blind people. Yep. Seems like a high risk yep. for protecting the golden cap but yep. okay uh so we go from all of that back to berta's bridal shop hooray yeah yay steph arrives she tells max to apologize to berta and max pulls one of those i'm sorry berta because i can't apologize because i'm, I'm sorry right. for being right yeah Ayo. and it's like Max, you're ruining three weddings. Your mom's wedding? Yeah. Your aunt's wedding and your surrogate aunt's wedding. Yeah. Yeah. Chill, bro. Nobody's going to get any tuxes or wedding dresses because you can't say I'm sorry. You can't lie for two seconds and say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Yeah. You're pissing off three bridezillas. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Get over yourself. <laughs> Ruining three wet. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's, it's he's he's yeah. he's burning it all down. Yep. But uh, Steph makes gives a passionate speech, gives an impassioned plea to Berta to mm -hmm. to change her mind. But but Berta does not care. <laughs> Berta no care. Berta no care. 
she uh she she <laughs> i love that she says her heart is cold and dead and full of minerals just yeah, like m- russia much her like homeland. her home- homeland her heart is cold and dead and full of minerals <laughs> yes great this is a very love good it. line yeah yep. <laughs> again andrea barber should write more things i get i yeah. we're not spotlighting every single line in fact there's one that i think we did not mention at all that i had written down where when Steph walks in on Du Bois watching Fast and Furious, she says, what are you doing here? And Fernando says, I live here. And Steve says, yeah. no, you don't. <laughs> and Fernando says, then why am I always hanging out here? Like, then why am I always here? Uh, like, which the answer is because they don't lock the door. Yeah. <laughs> he just sneaks in. But that was so good. It's sort of like, it's just so good that um, I live here. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. You functionally live here, but no, you don't live here. Oh my god. But then uh Max uh seeing listening to uh yeah. Stephanie's speech uh has a change of heart and he, he compliments Berta's tuxes and uh yep. and speaks in a little Russian to appease yep. her. And uh she she gives in and it's well gives received. Them all, yep. all stuff. Yep. Um, but Steph, mm-hmm. as she leaves, vetoes Jimmy's tux, which yeah, is good. The, every scene has a little comedic button like scenes yeah. in a comedy or even not a comedy should. I was mm-hmm. even when I was when I was in school, when I was writing, um, when I was in an hour long drama writing class, we got the note. Every scene should have a button and every scene has a button. It's a good episode of show. It, right. Yeah, it's good. Speaking of good things in this show, we go to we go back to the quad. Back to the quad. Yep, my favorite Robert Zemeckis time travel movie, Back to the Quad. Back to the Quad. To the I, quad. I feel like I made that same joke last episode. <laughs> and Kimmy and Ramona walk out. They've had a great day. And Kimmy's like, so everything was so great. That means you are going to go to college in California now? Which is exactly how your first college tour is supposed to go. I don't know. Yep. But yeah, yeah. T- Timmy is optimistic. Yep. And uh, Ramona's like, no, I still want to go to the East Coast. Yeah, she gives, there's a very sweet, she has a very sweet speech about, yeah. you, you taught me that life is an adventure and well, now it's time for me to have that adventure. I want to go and see new places and it's, you know, the love and care that you gave me that gives me the confidence to go out and forge my own path um and then she says and hey my dorm is always open and that's pretty cute which is very cute and then he's like but actually don't do that because that's dangerous and which brings up the question why do you do it also cute but yeah Yeah. also does bring up the question of why yeah yeah Yeah. it's it's not okay for her dorm but it's okay for your house (laughs) yeah to be fair, Kimmy lives in the attic. It's going to take any intruder a while to get there. They so. might they might they might weirdly assume that nobody lives in the attic. Yeah, I wow, that would be weird. That would be embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> well, clearly this is not a proper resolution to the plot line. What we actually need is an Oscar award-winning drama where Ramona hooks up with Timothy Chalamet, goes to New York, throws up at a party, and then realizes that it was all better at home all along. Oh, like Dune. And everyone cries. It's like Yeah, Dune, that's yes. what happens in Dune, right? Yeah, that's exactly. what happens in Dune. Yeah, totally. I love Dune. Loved it. Yeah. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> How you doing? Ramona has too much spice. 
Um, but yes, then we go back to the house. Well, well, and DJ. I, well I oh, sorry. just I wanted to spend a little more time in this scene because we complain all the time about how the show never makes Kimmy or DJ or any of the parents grow or change. It's always like anytime they have to learn to let go a little and see that their child is growing up, it usually resolves in a place where it's like, but you know, they were right. And really the child has to apologize for not wanting them to intrude too much on their life. Um, And this Mm -hmm. is the one time where it's like, yeah, Kimmy has to like learn a lesson and yes, it's very sweet and they're still going to love each other. But like Ramona's becoming an adult and is going to have to live a whole life that, yeah, might not really that might yeah that might take her away from Kimmy. This is this is literally the kind of resolution we have been begging for to any of these plot lines. Yeah, from the beginning like of this one. series. Yeah, yeah. That's why I want to sp- wanted to spend this extra time to just say like I appreciate this resolution so much. We have literally been begging for something like this the entirety of this show. Yeah. Um mm-hmm. and they, they they really they really nailed it. It was very sweet and and good. Yeah, there's no yeah, like real. half validation. There's yeah. no even the steaming, like they're very upfront about their intentions right away. And they the kids play along, but ultimately they stay steadfast in their beliefs. Yeah. And that's really good. Yep. Yeah. So there's also another scene where J Money and DJ are back home, and DJ's like, So, what do you think? Like, did that change your mind? You want to go to college now? And J Money's like, Well, this has helped me learn a lot, and now I know for sure that I don't want to go to college, but I did DJ... do some research. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. DJ's and like, then what? DJ slits her throat before she yeah. can finish the sentence. Yeah. G- DJ's <laughs> like, Well, I'm going to kill myself. And J Money's like, Wait, wait, no. I learned. That I have a passion. And we were like, yeah, your passion for being yeah. a barista and or Arby's. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but he's like, no, I've got this. I found this program right here in San Francisco where it's not four years, but it's like a super good program where people have gone on to work for like the FBI or and even Netflix. And and by the way, his passion is computers and the program is for yeah. coding. We have Yeah, it's for coding. It's for it's for coding. Yeah. yeah. It's uh it's a trade school. So, yeah. It's, yeah. it's a great option. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I I just I just liked the idea of like he's like I'll do something else and this school has people who work at the FBI or Netflix, two completely related places. There was a <laughs> there was a third one they brought up. I think it might have just been um, like Google. The government. It was, Google. No, it was Go- yeah. it was Google, Google, FBI, and Netflix. Yeah. Okay. Mo- Google, yeah, pretty much the bases. government. Society. We live in, we a, live society. in a society. <laughs> Panopticon. <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, the neat little button. Yeah. J Money's gonna nice. do his own thing, and it's nice. Yeah. He has a passion that came out of nowhere. <laughs> Okay, that's like the one problem with this episode is that yeah. the thing came out of nowhere. But I think even within this one episode, it's set up pretty well with him fixing yeah. Ramona's computer at the beginning as well. Yeah, we were talking about like they definitely like from the beginning we were going, wait, J Money's good at computers now? Like it's foreshadowed that this is where we're going within this episode. Yeah. It still comes out of nowhere and is kind of off-putting. But for how they handle it in the episode. Yeah, yeah, I think. Yeah. 
I think it's pretty well handled and well put in in the episode, which, again, we got to commend Andrea Barber. She did a good job on this episode. And I know mm-hmm. these sort of things, there are like rooms of writers all pitching and everything. But of course, right. but, she was but we want to give her credit. Yeah. Credited for yeah. This episode, Andrea so. Barber should write more things, write more things. We're, write more th- we're encouraging with- Andrea Barber to write more things. Yeah. That line, the dorm is always open really got me that was really good that was really good. Really good yeah and it, it was clever was, we liked the resolutions every scene was like well structured mm-hmm. there was that one time where it sort of cuts between locations and we didn't figure it but it's the lowest bar but i was genuinely impressed when steph comes back to berta's bridal because i was like oh that's a scene jump where there is a time jump and it actually makes sense to cut away and cut back. Yeah. <laughs> Again, lowest bar. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, DJ and J Money have made up. He's going to go do coding. They hug. And then Steph comes in and she's like, how was your day? And DJ's like, well, we broke into to a sorority and dodged a laser grid. <laughs> and Steph's like, oh, that's a hilarious joke, DJ. I don't, you know, the guys almost ruined the wedding and we almost lost our wedding dresses. Ha ha ha. That's my sarcastic <laughs> description of what could have happened on my day. And they all laugh. And then DJ says, I don't want to know. Yeah. <laughs> Again, which a neat little button. Yeah, this episode has a button. Most yeah. most episodes most episodes have a resolution by this point, but they do sort of fizzle out. This is uh-huh. this episode ends with a little joke. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Okay, so that brings us to the button of our episode, which means it's time for sad boy of the week. You like that Good transition? transition. Thank yes. you. Yeah. Thank you. I, I feel like my I feel like I started strong in season one with the transitions, but I've been kind of slacking yeah. recently. Mm. We're trying to bring it's it back. Yeah. Return yeah. to your roots. We're returning to yeah. my roots. Yep. I okay. I'm trying to think of nominees. But I feel like recently the race for sad boy isn't as cut and dry as it is earlier. I have one nominee that pops into my head. One, I have one as well. I think I think there are multiple cases you could make, but there's one nominee I, where I'm like that might be a strong nomination, which is I have one as well. Jimmy Gibbler. Ooh. Jimmy Gibbler's a good I, one. That is not who I was thinking. Who were you thinking? I was thinking Steph. I mm. was thinking DJ. Oh. Ooh. Or Ramona. Yeah. Or Ramona. Ramona I think works. not really J Money, but I really I do want to again spotlight him being current resident and also getting fooled by the <laughs> Billie Eilish thing. Yes. That was good. Yes. Those are very good. Yes. We love our we love our boy, friend of the show, <laughs> Michael Campion. I, I think I think Jimmy, DJ, Steph, Ramona is. I think that's good. Yeah, it's good. We'll nominate those four. Yeah. I'll I'll do I'll do Jimmy first. Okay. I often feel like I save the one that I like the most for last, and then often they end up winning. So I feel like I'm cheating a little bit sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So let's do yeah. Jimmy first. So let's do Jimmy first. Jimmy. Much like how Steph isn't present for the line about her drinking, I think Jimmy's first sad moment, he's not present. Because when Steph is saying how she has all this free time now, one of the things that she says often takes up her time, that we didn't mention in the episode, is uh, she often has to waste time explaining to Jimmy where the light in the refrigerator goes. Yes, when he I it. forgot about that line. That's very good. That was very good. 
That's very good. Zach, you had some very good questions during the episode about, well, where does it go? Where does it go? This is a valid question. It turns off. No, I can't. That's too Wait, easy. That's, that's what the that's, government that's, wants that's you to think. That's a little too simple. That's I what think, the refrigerator company wants yeah. you to think, Harrison. Oh, there are, okay, Zach, I see. Zach, what really happens is there are little gremlins that live in the fridge, and every time you close it, they go and they unscrew the light bulb. Don't They don't take it anywhere. They just unscrew it so it's not going to turn on. And then right when you open it, they race back and they screw it back in. See, that makes more sense than what Harrison just said. I will concede that point. That is a pretty valid theory. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, the fridge line is very good. So Jimmy has to... Jimmy often wonders what happens to the light when the refrigerator (laughs) closes. Um, He's going to be a great father. Yep. He's, He's watching... Fast and Furious with his with his boys. Jimmy initiates the Fast and Furious Howl. One, two, three, family. family. He picks out and possibly brings from home the most garish tux <laughs> anyone has ever seen. Yep. He, when asked, well, which tux do you like the best or what do you think about sharing a tux? He says, I don't know. I have to call my fiance. <laughs> Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> and, beautiful. And interrupts her while she is asleep. Oh, also, we should say when he's the his reasoning for why he likes his tux is that it covers his problem areas. And I also really liked when he calls Steph. Steph says, I've told you a million times you don't have any problem areas. <laughs> our our himbo has low self-esteem. Area? Oh, not Pro- an area himbo. that is not so flattering and is a bit of a problem. Oh, so it's body dysmorphia. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he is cut. He does. So he does. He is very concerned yeah. about his body. Also, should point out when he refers to his problem areas, he's looking at his butt. Aww. Jimmy doesn't like his tush. Jimmy has a very fine butt. He should he be a, happy about his. Jimmy butt. has a fine <laughs> everything. Yeah, Jimmy's yeah, just fine. Yep. Yeah. But anyway, when they inadvertently ruin the wedding or when Max yeah. ruins the wedding, I really like that Jimmy's like, ah, oh, I guess I should te- text Steph. Maybe I shouldn't text Steph. She'd be upset about this. I'll text Steph. And she texts <laughs> Steph or he texts <laughs> Steph. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also does suggest that they uh, before he texts Steph, he suggests that they oh, yeah, uh, that forge they, out on their own and create new identities. That they run, create new <laughs> oh, identities. Yes. And, He'll be, he and he be says, Fernando. I'll be Fernando. And Fernando has a very good line where he says, good luck. It's not always so easy to be Fernando. <laughs> <laughs> Fernando knows. Fernando oh, knows. Better than anyone. Which, which maybe that's... Maybe we'll very quickly nominate Fernando for Sad Boy and say... Um, the fact that Steve goes, you don't live here. And then also, it's not so easy to be Fernando. And also, he <laughs> offers to drive and is immediately shot down, but not for yes. the reason you would think. Yeah, well, Steve says, it's my fiance. And he says, okay, you drive. Um, and even though Steph saves the day, her her last interaction with Jimmy, Jimmy's last moment in the episode, is her going, no on that text. No, <laughs> yeah. just no. It's bad. <laughs> But it covers up his problem areas anyway. Yeah. Um, who's next? Um, uh, we said. Steph. Yeah, yeah, Steph. Steph has finally gotten a moment to herself because Danny Tanny has the baby. 
Okay, wait, hold on. I'd also like to mention mm-hmm. oh, yeah, yeah. Mess is brought up at the very beginning of yes. the episode, despite yes. her not being present. Steph is not that she present. She took her tuition money and used it on alcohol and drinking her way through Portugal. Drank her way through Portugal. She's not even present, but she's still a mess in the first yeah. scene. This is this is a a running theme in scene one, Steph is a mess. Yes. And Steph is a mess specifically because she drinks so much. Yes. So Steph has finally gotten away from her baby. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't think of it that way. (laughs) Oh my God. She's finally gotten away from from Danny and her fiance. Ugh. (laughs) Her idiot fiance. But immediately when she... (laughs) goes to relax her idiot fiance and his idiot friends are watching fast and the furious (laughs) ruining her plans and she has to come up with a fake excuse to kick them out yeah although is somehow i wouldn't yeah i wouldn't honestly i wouldn't put it past dj to have a wedding list so is it fake well, I think the bridal calendar is real, but obviously the idea that uh, they have to get their tuxes today, that's mm. that was, yeah. that was uh, an excuse she came up yeah. with. So yeah. she's <laughs> she lies to get them to leave. They race out of the room. This is not a foiled plan in a way, but it is a foiled plan because her big relaxing, it seems she wants to like meditate and center herself. But when we yeah. first see her, she's just fallen asleep. <laughs> so she is relaxing but not in the way that she wanted to she then um, gets also woken she's up. <laughs> she's she gets woken up apparently she was having a nightmare about being forced to smoke by her good friend gia <laughs> yeah you know what <laughs> the evidence is mounting Holy yeah crap. yeah i told you she was a good nominee yeah she's a good yeah. nominee she is a good nominee yeah she wakes up, she's like, oh, God, for the last time, Jimmy, you don't have any problem areas. Yeah. Then goes back to sleep. Then goes back to sleep. Uh, later, she's interrupted um, again with the news that her wedding is ruined. Yes. And this because, is at the point where the yeah. meditation app is like, you should be at peak relaxation right now. Yeah. Enter the text saying, hey, your wedding yeah. is ruined. Well, it's also good because she says, like, I am at peak relaxation. And she gets up to get the text and, like, trips over all the yoga stuff. Yeah. And then just go sees the text and goes, what? And then it cuts, which I, I really liked that. I, I don't yeah. know why. I really liked that she just has a strong reaction, then it cuts away. Mm-hmm. Um, she tries to convince a 10-year-old to apologize, and it doesn't work. So she makes an impassioned plea, and then the 10-year-old does apologize. But her fiance's tux is bad. She doesn't like it. Her fiance has bad taste. <laughs> And then there's a uh, uh, DJ, DJ who finds out that her son does not want to go to college. Uh, so she dresses up as a cheerleader and drags him on a tour of her college, California University. Mm-hmm. She gets the tour group kicked out of a lecture because she talks too much. Uh, She decides they need to break into a sorority to steal back the bronze cap so she can relive her glory days and Dud can be. Yeah. Do you think they call it Dud when it is popular? 
Bro, oh, D- well, DJ said <laughs> yeah. she was a dub. Yeah, that's yeah, true. She said even before she I know. Knew. I just thought it would be funny if it if it's like you know when it's doing well, they're like, no, we're not duds, and then it's like, yeah, we're we're kind of duds. <laughs> Well, Harrison, when the alpha thing happened, were you you guys like, well, we may have been betas before, but I guess now we're the real alphas, am I right, guys? Totally. Yeah. Yeah, That's that's definitely how we talked to the other fraternities. (laughs) Yeah. Um, (laughs) DJ accidentally activates a laser grid and then has to dodge a laser grid. You know, we didn't freak out enough about the fact that this sorority just has a laser grid. Yeah. <laughs> they just have That's a laser weird. grid to protect a, At that a bronze point, cap. Uh, <laughs> it's just weird. You just, just have to weird. turn off your brain for that. Yeah. yeah. No, it doesn't. I feel like, I feel like at this point, we're so used to weird <laughs> shit happening in Fuller yeah. House and stuff like yeah. this does not phase us yep. as much as it would at the beginning. Yep. Um, I, I thought they were going to actually have a musician show up and perform on the choir. Yeah, that's true. I, I wait, I thought it would have been really funny if like they were like, oh, Billie Eilish is here, and then they actually had a cameo from Billie Eilish, but that didn't happen. <laughs> well, that would have been hilarious yeah. if yeah. Billie Eilish herself actually made yeah. an appearance. Can you imagine but... if Billie Eilish was on Fuller House? <laughs> More likely it would be Billie Idol. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They'd get Billie Idol. <laughs> like, what's he doing nowadays? I don't know. <laughs> They they escape, they save Dud, um, but DJ has to confront the fact that, like, yeah, maybe maybe college isn't the right path for Jay Money. He's going to go learn coding because he loves yeah. computers now. Yep. And she's happy he's passionate. I don't think we emphasize yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, she's happy he's passionate. But also at the very end, Steph is like, hey, your wedding was almost ruined. Bye. <laughs> yeah. And then we have Ramona. Ramona. Ramona, uh, Ramona who uh, can't get her computer to work and is shown up by J Money of all people. <laughs> Always a sad moment when J Money yeah, bests yeah. you. Uh, her mom finds out for the first time that she wants to go to an East Coast school. Mm-hmm. Um, and so her mom drags her on a college tour and tries to get her excited about things like squirrels. <laughs> There's a line that I liked a lot where she was like, not going to see rodents like that on the East. And she, and Ramona's like, yeah, New York, famously rodent free. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah. She's forced to limbo. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I also, again, I want to reiterate, she pretends to not know her mother. She yeah. says we met them on the bus. Um, she's forced to limbo. Then she has a hard time doing a distraction with her mom because Kimmy keeps getting, keeps doing the wrong artist. <laughs> says, Boy George, Ramona's like, say Billie Eilish. And she says, Billie Idol. And so Ramona has to take charge and, and say, it's Billie Eilish performing on the quad. Come with me, everybody. Yay. Yay. Um, yeah, later, later on, there's another joke where Kimmy says like, yeah, Billy Joel was great or something like she, she changes it to Billy Joel now. Yeah. Um, and then they have a a nice heart to heart where, where Kimmy learns to, to see life from Ramona's side. So I I think those are our nominees. Okay. I, I think I got to vote for Steph on this one. I felt pretty strongly. I felt pretty strongly about my nominee, but I think I'm going to go with Steph. I think I'm also going to go with Steph. I think 
I think her and Jimmy are maybe about matched, but I had more fun recounting Steph's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's a I thought she was that much they're, funnier, they're right which was... Each other. Yeah. Yeah. And with yeah. that, Steph is now tied with Fernando for second place on the Sad Boy leaderboard. Yeah. The race for second is turning out to be much closer than the race for first. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Well... Who will win who will this? Win? Who will win this matchup? Guess you have to watch the rest Fernando of the episodes and find out. Steph. Yeah. Yep. We we haven't watched the rest of the episodes. Yeah. We don't know. We so don't we even know who's going to win. Us. I know. But speaking of watching the rest of the episodes, mm. you should also listen to the rest of the episodes of the Fullest House podcast. Where can we find those? Yeah. We're on on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, anywhere. It's on Google oh Podcasts. It's all over the place. Whoa. Listen to the other episodes. You'll have a grand old time. Also. What if I wanted to follow you on social media? I was about to say, Zach, that's so Oh weird. my God. It's like you, you read follow, my mind. You should follow us on social media. We're at Fullest House Pod on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Oh my God. It's crazy. And that's going to be it, guys. I hope everybody listening has a wonderful day. Until next time, I'm Mark Green. I'm Harrison Bloom. And I have finally decided that I am Zach Horowitz. Yay! Yay! See, it's like a little, it's, a little, it's like a little button. And yeah. may your houses be fuller, and may your billies be idle. Fuck. I mean, Eilish. Fuck. Can we just like start the episode again? No. Okay. Mm-hmm.